1240 AM WSBC. Welcome back, folks, to another yes. week of the Hoolies Hooli Radio Hour. This show is presented to you by Fox's Pizza out in Mokina and in Orland Park, Illinois. Oh, yeah. The finest thin crust pizza on the south side of Chicago. Go get yourself some today. Yeah. And say hello to Ryan Fox. Please do. Longtime supporter of the program. Flood Brothers Disposal. Everybody's got garbage. Mm-hmm. You all have dumpsters. Somewhere to put it. Why not call the best guys in the game? Flood or if Brothers. you don't have dumpsters. Even better. Call them. First they'll, name you should remember. Bring them out. First name you got to remember. Flood Brothers. Call them, yep. and they'll help you out. Madden Funds. Invest. Invest. For all Invest. those people going to be betting on the Super Bowl, going big, maybe something crazy happens, you win a lot of money, you call Mike or Dan Madden. They make it grow. They protect it for you. Yep. Madden Funds. Call Mike or Dan today. And Guinness Irish Stout. Guinness is good for you. My name's Patty Houlihan. Mm-hmm. I'll be your host as always. And joining me as to my... It, Whoa. Joining to well, my I'm left always as always here. A, you are always here. Joining me as always to my left twin yes. brother, Billy. Good to be here. Thank you, Bill. And we're missing the greatest person in the world tonight, Clay. He's yes. out. He's actually at the uh, corned beef and cabbage dinner for, run by the Plumbers Council of Chicagoland. Yeah, they put on the St. Patrick's Day parade here, the downtown parade. Correct. Yeah. And uh, since this show is about the Irish diaspora in many ways, Clay's there networking. He's there networking. He's uh I guess he's evangelizing, but probably Let's not. Hope he's talking about the show. You, I would hope so. Yeah. And then when people ask him what the show is about, it's about nothing. Yeah, it's craziness. Yeah. Uh, went to the daddy-daughter dance last week. I know. Uh, turned out to be a really good time. Yeah. Enjoyed the hell out of myself. Cool. Um, I was strangely nervous about going to the daddy-daughter dance. I know you, you talked about it last week on the episode. Okay, uh, but in any event, it was at the Elmcrest in Elmwood Park, and uh, Mike said, the "What sneaker was the theme?" Name? Yeah, it was the yeah. sneaker theme. But there weren't guys. I saw some pictures. I was expecting, you know, Travis Kelsey jerseys and Jordans and stuff like that. No, no, it was suit and ties, and then a pair of gym shoes. Yeah, so Patty fit right in. I did. Yeah. Oh, you thought you were worried that I wasn't going to be cool enough, and that the dads were going to be a little bit more hip hoppy. Yes. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. I was thinking more of um, a hip hop um, vibe. Yeah, you don't even know what the hell you're dance talking vibe about. too. You're you know, on. maybe someone's got like club gear on, like they were going to a club. You know, is that appropriate attire <laughs> at every father daughter daughter dance now? Is club attire? Oh, I thought the dads would have more club attire on. Well, I mean, sneakers is so vague. I mean, guys could be like, "Oh, cool, I could wear my black sneakers with my club outfit." It is a dance. Do you have a club outfit? I don't. It's funny because I have to go do a spend uh, later on. The fact that you call it an out, like, do you have any outfits? Do you call this is like specific yeah. outfits? Like, this is my outfit. I think when I was in, are there only pieces of clothing that you wear together? You won't wear anything. You won't there wear. There is some stuff. Where I'm like, okay, that's an outfit. They're like, that's 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 for Friday and Saturday nights. This is for. Well, that's a Friday. Night. It's a Friday shirt. But let me interject. Those are Friday pieces or Saturday night pieces. They're not. Outfits? Do you own any outfits? No, I don't own like an outfit. Like I bought it together, and a guy put together an outfit for me. Like you're gonna wear the shoes with these and that. No, I think part of Billy's fashion, Billy's collection for 2024. <laughs> oh, outfits! Outfits! Wow, that's something new, isn't it? No one's ever thought of that before. Men are gonna go back to wearing <laughs> outfits. Oh yeah, we're selling male right. outfits. Daddy, what outfit are you wearing to the dance? Daddy, what outfit, outfit are you wearing? Are you wearing the? And it's funny you say that. Because everybody has a certain look or way they sometimes dress. You guys always make fun of me and say that I dress like a coach a lot. You do. Okay. 
So it's kind because of, you have like athletic attire on all the time. And it's kind of funny that my uh, my counterpart at work, yeah, um, I call her on the phone tonight or earlier this afternoon, and uh, we have an account that we need to support a little bit, right? So she's like, "Hey, can you get in there this week and go in there and like support that account a little bit, buy some people some drinks or whatever, you know, promote our brand?" Oh yeah. I'm like, sure. She's like, but here's the catch. They're not open till eight o'clock at night. <laughs> I, and I don't. Well, put I your outfit on. Put your outfit uh, on. I didn't know what kind on. of joint it was, you know. Yep. And uh, club. She's on the phone with me, and she goes. And by the way, you know, she's like, "Have you met the owner yet?" And I'm like, "No." She's like, "Well, he's kind of a hipster emo type guy." She's like, "He's a kind of a hipster emo." Yeah. So was, he's emotional. He's an I'm emotional sure he, hipster. Exactly. He's an emotional person. So that's. So what, he's gonna be like, oh, no, dude. So she was kind of like, "Don't walk in there with you know, like looking like a don't like look." No, she said, "Don't walk in there looking like an athlete or like Urban like Meyer." Yeah. We don't want Urban Meyer showing up to, <laughs> I want, to buy I want, what drinks do you mean? for everybody. Because he might, you know, you might give off the jock preppy kind of vibe to him, and he's oh, gonna, he, all of a sudden be like, "We're never doing business with them ever again." So maybe but that would make him a racist, I guess, right? Yeah, he doesn't like. Well, he's <laughs> a, a racist against what? Jocks. Racist against jocks. <laughs> Interesting. Or racist against people that wear coaching gear? Yeah. You're anti-coaching gear. You're a coaching gear bigot. You don't like uh, Under Armour. You don't like Nike. You don't like Adidas. You don't like, you know, everything. Yeah. Well, okay, fair enough. So uh, getting back to it, no outfits for Bill. No specific outfits. And I think that you no. could come up with some. Like you just said, maybe you just you, you have an, a special outfit for that night that you're clubbing and you want to be more hipster-like. Sure. <laughs> you know, like that's one outfit that could cre be created by Billy's Collection. The other outfit could be, that could be created is called, you know... Uh, jockey on the weekends, you know? Or, jo oh, and I'm dressing like a horse jockey? No, you're dressing, well, you're a jock on the weekend. So you're wearing uh, uh, sweatpants and... Uh, Am I walking around in shoes that go on my knees like I'm Tim Conway? Like Dorf on golf? You could, sure. Where did Tim Conway come into the conversation? <laughs> because I thought of jockey and short and be like, this is my jockey outfit. You That's know? amazing where your head goes. I was thinking clothes, you were thinking horse racing. Well, I was looking over... All because I said jockey? I was looking over at Bill Wooten and he kind of gave me the, you know, like short people. I yeah, like, oh, yeah, for yeah. our listeners, he's one of our producers of the yeah, show. We got yeah. Mike Sarkowski on this side. We got Billy Wooten on that side. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, so the daddy-daughter dance was good. No, I looked, I fit right in. I was right, though. I was right about the DJ. Mm -hmm. It was definitely a DJ. You know, Clay had was like, oh, I wonder if the, they'll have a band or an eight-piece orchestra of some kind. Right. It's, he specifically said eight-piece, which is interesting, I think. Um <laughs> But uh, no, when I got there, they had they had the lights. They all the girls had glow sticks. Oh yeah, it was kind of like a daddy daughter dance where there was like an maybe a 1990s ecstasy kind of theme to it. Like, have you ever see the movie Go? Yeah, uh, it felt like you know it was like everyone's doing glow sticks. Uh, yeah, ravish, Mike. Oh, yes. ravish. Very. Did they play rhythm as a dancer? Ah, uh, rhythm is a dancer. It's a soul companion. Yeah, you can I know. feel it everywhere. Yeah, who does that? Is that uh, Labouche? I believe, I believe it is Labouche. Yeah, see, the... I wasn't a dork my whole life. <laughs> God damn, I know some rave songs. That's not even a rave song, dude. No. It's like a B96, like, dude and Cicero song from, like, 1996. You know, just bopping around. I can't believe that you know that it's Labouche. I think there was a uh, uh, infomercial that used to go 
LaBouche, and then it would play Rhythm as a Dancer. Oh, like, yeah. Remember when they used to have compilation CDs that they sold on TV? Like, totally 90s! Sure. They don't even have that stuff anymore, but the the dance did have that aesthetic to it. Okay. I felt right at home, actually. You know? Yeah. Because no one was out, like, there there wasn't anybody there that was, like, cooler than, you know, dads are dads. It's not like uh, there's a guy just spinning around doing cartwheels. There could have been. No, but there wasn't. Apparently not at this demographic of a dance. I think it's, you know. There's fathers out there that can do that stuff. Well, there's fathers out there that can do that stuff. I think it's uh, probably uh, inappropriate to run around like Kevin Bacon from Footloose at the the daddy-daughter dance. It seems kind of, you know. Your dad's kind of weird, but my God, what a dancer he is. Were there any? Why is he trying to show off for for all of us? Were there any teenage boys spying on the dance saying, I could fight her dad? Because didn't we talk about fighting dads previously in other episodes? We've talked about fighting dads. Did any, did there any, were no teenage did boys any, did, sp- scouting did out any their dads, prey. Did any dads talk to each other at the dance and go, any any teenage boys trying to fight you? Any any boyfriends trying to fight you yet? Thinking they can take us? No. Oh, okay. No. All right. Not yet. Not yeah. yet. But uh, if you're lucky enough and you have a little time this weekend, Oh. Go over to Fox's Pizza in Orland Park mm. and ask the bartender if there's been any teenage boys scouting out dads they'd like to knock out. Okay. Uh, and he'll give you an honest answer. Sure. But before he does that, he'll provide you with the darndest, damnedest, best thin crust pizza mm. on the south side of Chicago. This show is yeah. presented by Fox's Pizza. More nothings after mm-hmm. this. Chicago Southsiders have always known where to get the best pizza on earth. Fox's Pizza. For over a half century, the Fox family has been creating that delicious thin crust za that your mouth will tell you, this can only be Fox's. It's a Chicago Beverly neighborhood institution at 99th and Western, as well as in South Suburban Orland Park, where they combine delicious food with an Irish pub ambiance. Fox's is owned by Tom and Frank Fox, whose parents, Frank and Therese, bought the Western Avenue location from Al Capone's sister back in 1964. The Fox family opened the doors to their Orland Park location in 1973 at 143rd and Ravinia Avenue. Chicagoans will recognize the stone turrets of their Irish castle, where great times have been celebrated for generations. Fox's is perfect for the whole family. Pick up or delivery, or you can dine in, relax, and have a cocktail with your dinner. Whether it's steak, ribs, chicken, or especially pizza, it's all good. Having a party? Fox's also does catering. Call Foxes in Chicago's Beverly neighborhood at 773-239-3212 or in South Suburban Orland Park at 708-349-2111. Mention this show for a free toothpick. Flood Brothers Disposal was started over 90 years ago by their grandfather. With more than 20 family members still involved with the day-to-day operations, the floods are service-oriented and believe that the right way is the only way to do something. Flood Brothers is price competitive and still offers the personal touch in an industry-trending corporate. For client-centric service without all the corporate garbage, call Flood Brothers today for a quote on your solid waste recycling and yard waste collection services. Call Bob Flood today at 630-261-0400 or go online at floodbrothersdisposal.com. With a history going all the way back to 1896, the International Union of Operating Engineers has continued to protect workers and their families with loyalty and brotherhood. Local 150 has continued to thrive through economic booms and busts with careful training and aggressive organizing. 
Under the leadership of President and Business Manager Jim Sweeney, Local 150 has implemented programs and action plans to create work, protect benefits, and keep members working. And they've been helping the Irish-American community of Chicagoland for just as long. The Hibernian Radio Show is proud to be associated with Jim Sweeney and Local 150, and we salute the continuing efforts of the International Union of Operating Engineers and their support of Irish and Irish-American families now and in the future. Thanks to Local 150. Hey, listeners, I know we don't talk about finance much on this show, outside maybe the amazing Bitcoin the musical, which we currently have in development. But I do want to take a moment and tell you about two brothers who make this show possible and why you should consider having an honest conversation with them about the future of your finances. Mike and Dan Madden are the brains behind Madden Funds. They've been lifelong friends to Bill Clay and me, and we entrust the Maddens with our money and the precious donations of our listeners so we don't let outrageous ideas get the best of us. And you should, too. Do yourself a favor and reach out to Dan or Mike Madden today to book a consultation on the future of your finances. If you have questions about your financial future or current situation, give them a call. The number is 708-848-3200. Again, that number is 708-848-3200. Or you can visit their website, Madden Funds, at www.maddenfunds.com. Again, www.maddenfunds.com. Celebrating 25 years of standing ovations, Michael Flatley's Lord of the Dance 25th Anniversary Tour, live at the Chicago Theater, February 22nd. Witness the groundbreaking show which has dazzled audiences with its unique combination of high-energy Irish dancing, original music, and storytelling. Lord of the Dance fans can expect new staging, costumes, and choreography, plus stunning special effects and lighting. Lord of the Dance, February 22nd at the Chicago Theater. On sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Welcome back, Hoolies Hoolies, second yes. quarter of the program. Oh, the commercial at the break mentioned Michael Flatley and Lord of the Dance coming to Chicago. Mm-hmm. Are you going to go see it? <sighs> I've actually never seen it live. I want to meet Flatley. I'm going to invite Flatley on the show. I want He's had an interesting career. He was a plumber yeah. from, from Chicago originally. I don't know if he likes to publicize that anymore. Mm-hmm. Then he became River Dance. What a big, huge thing that became, right? Right. And uh, then he went to Ireland, and he lived in like a castle, and he was like this movie star. And it was, it's it's so strange how his fame got he got so big. Yeah. Uh, and then remember the whole craze, the whole river. Like there was a lot of parodying going on of that, went on for years. Yeah. Maybe we do a little uh, river dance number together at some point. I do remember that when we were younger and that whole craze was going on, you know, our parents grew up in showbiz. We grew up in showbiz, and this around showbiz parents. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dad wanted us to start a boy band called the Hoolers. Oh, yeah. The, the Hoolers. Hoolers. And then we have the, we have the Hoolies Hooli radio show. <laughs> yeah, everything has to Everything's got to have Hoolahan incorporated <laughs> into... Into yeah. the act. Yeah, I don't you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, the Hoolers were supposed to be me and Bill, really. And uh, I don't, it, much like the Nelson Twins. Do you remember the Nelson Twins? Oh, yeah. I can't play any Nelson Twins for licensing issues, YouTube. We are, hi, YouTube. We are employees they're, of they're, YouTube they're, now. The in Nelson some way. Twins' father was an actual big musician. Ricky though. Nelson, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, our dad was not Ricky Nelson. <laughs> no, he wasn't. Uh, no, no. no. Uh, Love and Affection was the name of the song by the Nelson Twins. And then later on in their career, I the last time I saw them was in a hair restoration commercial of some kind. Yeah, it was. They, one I, of the Gunner Nelson had I, Bosley done. Gunner. Was it Gunner? It was Matthew and Gunner were the brothers, That's right? Correct. But I think Gunner had the, had the, uh, the, the Dr. Bosley thing. 
That's like if you were if you if we had the hulers and you were just Billy and I was Pistol. <laughs> you know? Oh, oh, I get it, Gunner. You know, Gunner I, now yeah. it's all coming together, yeah. isn't it? Uh, uh, pistol yeah, Patty Hulahan. Well, I think maybe I just call myself Pistol from now on. Pistol <laughs> Hulahan, I want you. You know, Pistol. That's right. Okay. Yeah, you don't get away with saying your name's Pistol unless you're a punk rock singer and an adult film actor. <laughs> you know. Right. And I'm going to change that. I'm going to change pistol that. Pistol Patty is actually a good name. Uh, pistol Patty. The the host of the Hoolies Hooli Radio Hour. I'm Pistol Patty with Brother Billy, as always. Sure. Yeah, it's not bad, isn't it? It's got a bit of a ring to it. Yeah. I'll think about it. Mm -hmm. um, but the last time I saw the Nelson Twins was in a hair restoration. Yeah. So we do have some things in common. We both went bald uh, or baldish. Well, they had beautiful long blonde hair. The that was part of their act, yeah. yeah. Well, that was the hair band act. You know, if you if you had long hair and if if the act wasn't real strong... The music video director was like, get that hairspray out in that wind machine right now, you know? Oh, get man. these boys in them jean jackets with that hair blowing, you know? Sure. Whistling that beautiful song. What was it yeah. called again, Mike? Love and Affection? Love and Affection. I don't even know how it went. I don't know. We how... can't hum it because they'll, they'll bleep it out, right? You, you know, you told me before the break, because I'm going to, this is my way of segueing now. Uh, you ever hear any Nelson Twins while you're shopping for TVs? No, but before we get on to the TVs, I do want to say, ask you one question about the dance. Okay, go ahead. All right. Was there smoke at the dance? Was there a smoke machine? Oh, no. I don't think there There were not smoke. There was no smoke or bubbles. Was there a dancing pole anywhere? No. All right, so. Mirror ball were there, was is there, an excellent question. Did they, how about a mirror ball? Were there mirrors? Did they set up mirrors? There's, there were mirrors in the room. I um, went to a party on uh, Friday night while you were Were there uh, any Mia's in the room for the dance? No, Saturday night. So after you had experienced your dance, yeah. um, I was invited to, there was a whole mix-up, but uh, the girl that I've been dating, she's like, hey, um, uh, you want to go to my friend's party? It's her birthday. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll go. Yeah. And then she was like, well, wait, I forgot. I don't think I can take a date. And she's like, how about I meet you afterwards? And so she calls me and she's like, hey, they're having an after party at, at her house. Like, come. You know, and I'm like, huh? This is after they had dinner already. Right, after oh, they had, like, their okay. dinner thing. And it was like a surprise birthday party at a restaurant, and then it was over, and then they're like, now we're coming back to my house to get after it. You know, and I was like, okay, fine. Okay. <laughs> so I got to go for the second half, you know? And I'm like, yeah, all right. I, I, I've met this couple before. I know them, you know? So I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll go. All right, fine. So we go over there. This setup is unbelievable. They've got, like, a tiki bar in their backyard, where he's got like refrigerators that are stocked like a bar, like I mean, and then he's, they've got fire pits and heating lamps. Like we, we were outside, and it felt like you were indoors, you know. Right. Um, and then it started to get like I think it was past midnight, and he's like, "All right, I gotta have everybody come inside. We'll go into into my basement." His basement is also a full bar, old school jukebox, but he has a mini dance floor mm. with a pole in mirrors around it. Uh oh, and then. Um, he had, uh, I, like where the bar was, he's got holes cut out. Like they're like tubes. Oh, and I he, thought you were going to say they had glory holes. holes. <laughs> no, I, no. I, I thought the the story was about to get real, <laughs> real dark. No glory holes. Yes. Um, but 
there were holes like at the bottom of the bar, like where the floor hit. You say and, what? They had holes in the bar. <laughs> what? And I was pretty buzzed up, and I'm like, what the heck's going on here? And this guy's laughing, and he's pressing this button, you know, and they're just it's just shooting out smoke. Oh, it was like it made it like a, so he turns it like into a club in his basement. It was nuts. Feels, it sounds more like scores and less like a club <laughs> and less like an old speakeasy club. I don't know. I don't it know. sounds like he built that and he was like, this is for when me and the wife, he liked to, you know. No, be I've alone. been down there before. He's just like, I think it might have, he may have even said it may have been there when they bought the place. And he just was like, the pole and like, like, uh, like striptease, like Demi Moore, like just a, there's a stripper pole. Well, you know, the pole dancing is a big thing with a lot of women too that aren't strippers. They like take it on as like a big, like, you know, a hobby or, you know, a well, big workout. Sure. Yeah. Now they have. I don't think 30 years ago women were. No, they had to see, um, what was that movie? Uh, uh, Striptease, right? Was no. that what, what brought pole dancing back for the ladies that, that made a, was, it okay? What, for, what was the movie with, with Elizabeth Berkeley? Showgirls. Showgirls is what did it. Joe Esther, Esther Haas directed uh, Showgirls. Yeah. Gina Gershon and uh, Kyle McLaughlin. Kyle McLaughlin oh, yeah. and uh, Jesse Spano. What's her name? Elizabeth, Elizabeth Berkeley. Berkeley. Yeah, can you name any more people in Showgirls? Um, uh, <laughs> Robert Davi. I think who's Robert Davi? Robert Davi, the actor who's in, he's one of the Fratelli brothers in Goonies. Oh, he's absolutely in Showgirls. You know the one who sings? Yeah, he's in it. Good call. It's a chunk? Yeah. Who plays the um, African-American guy that has dreads that's like her boyfriend? Um, that is played by... Ooh, what's that actor's name? Leon Spinks. We'll we'll call him Leon Spinks. So it was played. Yeah, Glenn Plummer has the. Glenn thank Plummer. you, Mike. Glenn who Plummer. was I believe also in. Um, was he in Lost? No, he wasn't. I'm getting him mixed up with a different guy. Yeah, Showgirls. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> anyways, yeah, that's the laugh that has to accompany every Showgirls. <laughs> showgirls. Um, yeah, so no, it was a it was a fun evening. Um, so that was like my night out compared to you know, all that was. So when when like uh, you're the new guy, right? I guess yeah. They the... they have already they already met you though. They already knew you. The couple who had the party, yeah, they already knew me. But they're, like some of them were other friends that were there that I hadn't met before. Oh okay. But now it was time to show the toys off. And uh, you come down there. How does that? Does he stop everybody and go check this out? Or no, 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 no. He just like starts bartending. He's like, oh, what do you okay. want? And you're like, what? Did it's you? Like, he's like, I got Modelo, I got Miller Lite, I got Coors Light, I got White Claw, I got all the high noons, anything you want. You know, he's got everything. Yeah, like, no need to ever go to bars. Ever no, again. I just think that's, invite people over to the neighborhood. That's pretty much like the house. their house is like. There's no need. Like you could go have dinner somewhere, go home. We can have the party at our house. Oh, that's nice. It is. Um, nice. Did anybody get on the pole and do any uh, swinging on it? I don't know. I can't remember if I did. Or you not. didn't. No, I'm too. Uh, it's you were too shy. It, it's one of those things that like I think that <laughs> if I got on it, I would. I would it'd be like Chris Farley. It would just like go down, rip a oh, hole, yeah. and they're like, you know, mm -hmm. the drywall's coming down. It's right. like, oh, sorry, bro. Whoa, 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 Billy, 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 Billy. The pole is for decoration only. <laughs> Come yeah. on, guy. Don't you, I, I, these ceilings can't take it. But it's like an old basement, like very old that they like he, you know, was retro and he kind of kept a lot of it the same way it was and then did his own twists on it. Any pictures of Matthew or uh, Gunnar Nelson in the basement? No, no, no pictures of Dr. Bosley either. Damn. 
Yeah. Well, he's not that cool then. Tell me about this. You were going to complain to me about Well, it's your... Super Bowl, man. We're coming up on Super Bowl next oh, weekend. Oh, I right? know. I'm very, 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 very tired of seeing uh, Taylor Swift everywhere. Swift and Kelsey. You, Swift. I mean, it's insane. Did you see how insane. much money that they've, like, rev- like, the, like, the, like, the Chiefs have, like, received in revenue just on like supposedly what they're saying like the image of taylor swift at their games and like her wearing their merchandise i think they said over 80 like around 80 million it's generated already for them so I 80 mean, million yeah and swifties some... young swifties are all buying like chiefs gear you know young girls are all about wearing travis kelsey jerseys well, it's how did that whole thing come about? How did she, did Kelsey just invite her to a game or something? Um, I think he or, went because like, he has a podcast I, with his brother. He, he went to her pot. He went to I guess her concert, uh-huh. and then somehow from a friend of a friend, he like told them that he was kind of a fan because his nieces are Swifties, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Oh, you know, I'd like to take her out. That'd be fun, if, you know." And then it got back to her, and she contacted him. Oh wow! And he was like, "Yeah, all right, let's go out." Mike has the note. The Swift effect. Taylor Swift's staggering boost to Kansas City Chiefs re- oh, revealed with $150 million made so far and hurting them. Hurling to, them. Hurl- into, I can't read it to that far. Cowboys level as far as merchandising goes. Cowboys? Oh, the Cowboys? Oh, the are, Cowboys are number one. Come on. Okay. Oh, America's come on. Apparel-wise, the Dallas Cowboys won. Won. <laughs> America's team. Stars, baby. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Uh, uh, but yeah, the whole Super Bowl thing, the whole the the whole T Swift effect, is like uh, there's I believe FanDuel. Shout out to FanDuel. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, the online betting platform. Right. Not available here. This bet will not be available uh, in the United States, but overseas on mm-hmm. their uh, foreign applications, uh, they have a prop bet. Yeah. Uh, that Travis Kelsey, if they win the Super Bowl, will get engaged to T Swift on the field. Oh, I don't think that's going to happen. He might French her. Oh, that's well. I, I don't think there's a prop bet for Frenching. <laughs> do you but think that if, is an excellent? Do you think excellent? He, do you think proposition? He, do you think if he Frenched her, that like her branding would get like really hurt? A lot of mothers would be like, "Oh, I can't believe she just did that." On what TV. if he went, "Yeah, baby," <laughs> and, like stuck his tongue <laughs> out and like just. Mm, just Jar Jar binked her face like, or something. Jar Jar binked her face, then turned to the camera and went. New Heights Park, Cleveland Heights podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. You know, like I did it. Chiefs. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Shout out to you, Cleveland. All his buddies are from home. Yeah. Then it's just a. That's the way that T Swift ruins a reputation by Frenching Kelsey after the uh, Super Bowl. Right. It's a thought. I mean, I'm sure he's Frenched her, but like, I mean, it's, ooh, that's an interesting like, interview question. It's like Graham Bessinger. Uh, Travis, how many times have you Frenched uh, Taylor? <laughs> French? What's French? It's where you um, erotically stick your tongue in the other person's mouth. Oh, every day, dude. Every day. Who came up with the French kiss? Why did I, like? I you mean, know, you're obsessed you know, with it, dude. You brought always, it up. It's, it's brought, a running joke for me forever. Frenching this, is funny to me. On this program, you've brought up Frenching maybe every third or fourth episode. <laughs> <laughs> you, you think he's ever Frenched her? <laughs> yeah, probably. Because it's funny. Yeah. Well, I mean, remember the first time you saw one of your friends in eighth grade, French or girl? You just lost it laughing. I remember a friend of mine went to French a chick. I remember. And- you're, you you do bring up something interesting because it was a rite of passage. Yeah, it was like, do like, it. Like, like, you'd be you out in the you- schoolyard and everyone would be there. And your buddy would be like, like, how like come on, dude. I dare you to French her. And she'd well, be like, no, fine, no. I'll French you. 
It was like how society has evolved from like, you know, kissing behind the building (laughs) used to be like, oh, you know, let's get into first base or second base. Right. But as we got older, it was like, prove it, you know? And like, you had no one believed anyone. Yeah. You'd be like, you had to be seen. But before social media. Right. Pre-social media. Pre-social media, it had to be seen to be believed. Right. So you had to French your girlfriend in front of everybody (laughs) to prove your manhood in some way. Right, a buddy of mine. I remember because you know, ever young kids like they, 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 some people you know. But it's, isn't it funny eyes, that right? like young kids thought but, that Frenching was like that, like heart, like kissing. Like who starts out with the French? You know, like you don't <laughs> like like just pecking. No, right into Frenching. I never did that. I just only Frenched. So when you made out with your girlfriend in high school, it was always always French and always French and never never pecks on the cheek, nothing like that. Right? You've never have you ever been out with a girl and then she you're like, hey, all right, good night, and you lean in to give her a kiss and she just goes, oh, I did. Then you're like, whoa, this girl's promiscuous, man. You know, it's what funny. Was you say, I had a, I had a girlfriend Who like that. Who have you in been school. hanging out with? I had a girlfriend like that in high school, and yeah. uh, it was probably because we'd all you know drinking was involved, you know. Yeah. But she was a Frencher. There was no like. Uh, <laughs> There was no like, like, hey, I had a good time. It was like, hey, I had a good time. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, okay, I'll see you. You know? Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, I hope Kelsey does French. I'd uh, <laughs> be T-Swift. Amazing. Oh, man, that went quick. We're already at the point where we have to leave our radio listeners. Yeah. And then we go over to podcast. Well, land. to make it quick, my friend went in for the French. He missed her, and his tongue hit the side of her cheek, and I laughed very, very, very hard. Then he got the French done on the second track. <laughs> That's what I hope for the rest of the world. Get the uh, French in on the second try. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's my wish for everyone. Well, to the radio listeners, if you've, enjoyed, <laughs> if you've enjoyed the last uh, 30 minutes, you can find yeah. the second half if you go to hibernianradio.org or search mm-hmm. for us at iTunes at Hooli's Hooli Show. We're also on YouTube now, so find us there as well. We'll be back after this.
Welcome back, Hoolies Yes. Hooli. Uh, second quarter of the program. Second Welcome half of the program. Welcome to podcast land. Yeah, we're in podcast land We're now. here. Uh, before the break, we talked a lot about French kissing. Uh, and Mike, Not a lot, but, you know, a little bit. Mike has the uh, reasoning. We were curious to know. Oh, here it is. Let's see if I can. Uh, oh, this is Billy Reads from the Internet. We haven't done this in a while. We have not done Billy Reads from the Internet in a while. Look at those glasses. Oh, wow. Don't you look handsome. All right. Well, Mike's going to pull it up here around the corner. The French kiss is so called because at the beginning of the 20th century in the English-speaking world, the French had acquired a reputation for more adventurous and passionate sex practices. Mm. It originated in America and Great Britain. In France, it is referred to as a bazar amoure or amourex. <laughs> this is this per, this is why Mike set me up for this. A lover's kiss, or un bazar avec language. I don't know. That's all more French. A kiss with a tongue, and was previously known as un bazar florentine, a florentine kiss. The petite robot. 2014 French Dictionary. Yes. Released it in 2013. And the French verb, seglache, slang for kissing with tongues. The informal English term Frenching also means French kissing, as does the Quebec French term French Frencher. Very okay, good. So there you go. I'm sorry. You, boy, that, that's very <laughs> educational. Uh, Billy Takes French is going to be the next uh, segment on the program. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Why not? I why do they call French. it? Do you think you're gonna? Can if I asked you again, could you just after you just read that, could you tell me now what French means and where it came from? A couple different, uh, you know, things in France. It just means because the French were more adventurous and a little bit yeah. hornier and risque, <laughs> and they got into the habit of touching tongues in public with people, and we called it Frenching. So there yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. and, and uh, we hope that that part of the prop bet. Is that? But what was the Kelsey date? T- French's T Swift. And you were the saying that there's probably going to be some guy. Like, oh, at the break. At the break, you were saying that there's probably going to be some like degenerate like at the end of the game watching. Oh, TV. he's at the sports book in Vegas. You know, he's it's the last leg of his parlay. Frencher, do it, do it. I got to be. You know, he's got like a hundred G's on the line. I hope he Frenches her so much. You know, and then he, you know, how happy would you be? That's the end of the movie right there. Mike has a note. TV. All right, so yes, thank you, Mike, to get us back on track. Um, yeah, uh, I'm your the, TV shopping. I mean, I'm TV shopping because it's Super Bowl, and this is when you get you know all the big discounts. This is right? the this is the TV TV month. If you want to get a big, giant, huge flat screen TV, yeah. they go down in price yeah. significantly around the Super Bowl. Yeah, some of them go down up to like two or three hundred bucks down. Wow. All right. Okay. I mean, there were two that I worked looked at today that were both price dropped by two hundred bucks. Well, how big are you going? 175 and 155 inch. So oh. they're, they're two big ones. So but a redo, complete complete home redo for the for the main living TVs. Correct. That's getting, you know, mounted Putting a 55 in the, in the bedroom, huh? 55 in the bedroom and a 75 in the uh 55 is big for the bedroom, I think. It's fine. All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be just fine. See, because but then you I won't gotta... spend any time in the living room with the big one. That's how I feel about that. Hey, it's like what's the point? You know? Well, it's for entertainment purposes, only I don't have a pole or a smoke machine. Not yet, you don't. Not yet, you don't. <laughs> but you're working your way towards I can, it. I'll get there someday. Um, so I go into um, you know, one of these electronic stores to look at the TVs, and you know, I saw some advertising, and I was like, hey. I, you know, everyone's, like, this was, I, I was surprised that they weren't on me like sharks. Because mm-hmm. normally they're like, hey, can I help you? You know, there's got to be some sort of a commission thing going on here, but you say they, no, they don't get. You know, I don't know, but I don't anyways, know. Anyways, 
This guy finally, I'm, I'm walking in circles, and I'm like, where are the TVs I'm looking for? Yeah. Finally, they don't have them. No, they had them. And he's like, there's this one on display, but the rest is in back. We got them. And yeah, like, they don't want you to see the cheap TVs. They only display the ones that are expensive. Cheap ones in back. You got to go online to find. Well, the right. Cheap like one. I'm looking to get two big boys for under a grand. Yeah, you want yeah. a big boy. You want a big TV, but you don't want any of the. You know, I don't care about the pizzazz, the sound bar. That, that doesn't bother me. I just want a or big the picture TV. quality. I just want a big TV. Yeah, that's it. These TVs last for like five or six years, and then you're just like, eh. So why invest? In my opinion, like. Four, three or four grand on them. It's just like, just here. Okay. There's 500 bucks. If it craps out, I'll pay for the insurance on it. I get another one. Uh huh. You know? Um, but uh, the guy's like, I'm like, hey, uh, you know, I signed up a long time ago to be a member here. Mm. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, and part of that membership, I believe, was that I would get free installation and free. Uh, and he goes, oh, well, we, we eliminated that. Oh. And I was like, oh, really? He's like, yeah, he's got pamphlets. I like, I sat down like at a desk with him, you know, and it's like, oh, like you were buying a car? I was like, like why don't you come over here and well, sit down no, for I go, a minute? I want your you, credit. No, because I, I go, I want you to put, uh, <laughs> I want you to put a quote together for me. Yeah. You know, like, let me see what I'm looking for. Let me see how much it's going to be after taxes. Mm-hmm. Um, so he puts it together for me, and I'm like, okay. Uh, Billy, hold on. While I'm running your credit, let me ask you something real quick. You think Kelsey's going to T-Swift uh, French, Frencher at the Super Bowl? I'd say... Hold on, hold that thought. Hey, hold on. Yeah. I got a guy who wants two TVs. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yes, I do. Uh, you do? Good. Yeah. Hey, hey, your credit score is here. It looks like... No, it's not as good as we hoped it would be. <laughs> <laughs> nope, the membership doesn't work no more. We don't do that anymore. <laughs> Sorry to let you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if they're exactly like used car dealers, but... But I'll I tell mean, you what. I'll tell you what. You make that Kelsey French kiss bet. You make that bet... <laughs> You want to see it crystal clear on this bad boy <laughs> right here. Yeah. So uh, what happened? So two, I, I go, all right, well, I go, are they going to come out and they're going to find the studs and do everything for me? And, you know, I'm like, what about the mounts? Mm-hmm. And I go, you know what? I don't want any mounts. I'm buying those on, on, uh, from Bezos. Yeah, you're getting them from Bezos? Yeah, they're a lot cheaper from Bezos than they are at this place. The yeah. Guy, they, he agreed with me. He goes, I go, so if I get these from Bezos. It's, oh, don't call Bezos. <laughs> Come on. I was like, so if I get these from Bezos, will your guys still use the Bezos tools to, like, put it up? And he's like, yeah, that's fine. Oh, will he, uh, yeah. the service. will he use the Bezos product, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Will they put up the Bezos product with their tools? Is what <laughs> yeah, you mean, exactly. Yeah, and he said no problem. He's like, well, yeah, I mean because it's your TV, we got to do whatever we want. I'm like, oh, okay. I see. All right, um, two hundred and fifty dollars per TV installation. He Ooh. wanted to mount a TV, two hundred and fifty bucks. You think and that's I was like that's a little high? Well, that's where they get you. I was like, so if you took out the the five hundred. I was gonna get both these flat screens for like eight forty nine or something that's, like that. Yeah, that's nothing after tax. Yep. And then he's like, "Well, wait, you know, I gotta throw the the, the charge on." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Well, it used to be free." Yeah. I go, "So you're, this is where you're getting everybody. This is how you guys are winning on this situation because no one's really buying TVs there right now anymore because no one's just like, I got one already. Why would I invest in another new one?" And they're like, well, we'll get them on the delivery charge, and we'll get them. This is I don't know if the, I don't know if they're going to roll. We're going to get them on the <laughs> delivery charge. We'll get them. So they said that they had to discontinue this membership thing that people used to have is because people would they they'd buy it, and then as soon as their membership was about to expire because it automatically renews on your credit card. Yeah, they they kill would it. all cancel their their subscriptions, and then they're yeah. like. That we didn't. We were hoping that if we signed up enough people, that as they renewed it through the year, and it was just like this little fee, 
Yeah, that it would work. They'd make their money back on the They would make model. their money on the cost of having to send out the delivery guys as an overall company-wide thing. Mike has a great note. Would you settle for a stand instead of uh, the, no. the mount? No. 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 no I, I, I got to get the swivel. I want the whole thing. I want to be able to move it out, rotate it. You want to dance with it. I want to dance with it. I want to dance with that I'd TV. French it if I could. I know you I'll take, could. I'll take dancing. Pretty so soon they're going to have TVs you can French, you know? <laughs> Right. You just stick your tongue in it and you go, MTV, put on Comedy Central. <laughs> you know? Oh, it's like a tongue slot? Yeah, it's a tongue slot. You stick it in? Uh, it's got AI in it. You just hum on it and go, <laughs> and the channel changes. <laughs> yeah, it pulls up like, it knows what you're thinking. That's insane. That could be in the future. Right. That's a weird concept. Everybody What's just, the name of the TV? The commercial the French Kiss? Yes. Yes. The all-new Samsung French Kiss AI-inspired TV. The French. The French. Frenchy. I got a 75-inch French. <laughs> <laughs> all you do is lick it, and it plays everything you ever want. Yeah, but you know how bad that TV would smell after a while? Uh, it would get a little bit uh, putrid. Uh, uh, oh, on the screen of... Or, or on the remote. Oh, on the remote? Like, can you stick your tongue on the remote? Yeah. Like the bottom of the remote? Like, mm. Yeah, it's like a flashlight. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> uh... I don't know. I haven't. That's that's something for the engineers to think about. And <laughs> I think we go into the beta test phase where we get a couple hundred Japanese guys to start licking remotes and monitors, and we decide in between the two. That would work. Sure. That's an interesting thing. Just yeah. you know, the CEO standing over the the room, and all these guys are going, "Ah, I like what you <laughs> You think this is gonna work? Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair enough. It's the most innovative concept in television technology in history. But what, you mean we're just going to have people start licking the TV? <laughs> yes. What if it? But what if the remote can? They sense... can taste the food on the TV <laughs> if they lick the TV. What if the What if the remote doesn't like bad breath? It'll tell you. It'll go. Your breath stinks. Right. I won't turn on until you brush your teeth. Yeah. Oh, damn, I'm out of, I'm out of toothpaste. I can't watch the show. <laughs> That I'm actually, miss it. that would be a great like partnership. We're partnering with the Food and Drug Administration. That uh, if the remote smells after your bad breath, it won't turn on. You are forced to brush your teeth. Ah, so the TV is promoting hygiene. Yeah, it's promoting hygiene, Frenching, French hygiene. Yes, 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 yes. Everything society loves these days. I like it. Let's I do think, it. You know, throw that in the Billy's idea tank. <laughs> to ding, win the Frenchie. 75 yeah. inch Frenchie. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Maybe I'll have a Frenchie by this weekend. I will. Uh, I'm trying to figure. I, I need a handyman. I need. To, I need to find a guy and be like, all right, I got the stuff. Mm -hmm. You got a stud finder. You got some drills. You got some tools. We have a I'll handyman. Give you two, I'll give you 200 bucks. We know I'm not a guy. Give you a nickel. I'll go pick up the for to save 300 bucks. I'll go pick up the TVs myself. We do know a guy who's a handyman, except the problem is, is that he comes he's up. He's drunk all the he's time. He's drunk. He's too drunk. To yeah, delete. I can't. I can't have him. And he wants to hang out. You know, because you, well, I mean, my place has got an arsenal of booze. To him, it's like Vegas. When he I know, away. he he's walks like, in there, his oh. eyes get wide. He's like, "Can I have a snoot?" And you're like, "Yeah, yeah hurry up, put the picture." <laughs> I thought you were gonna get this work done. You know, that's where like if you're like you can't be. I don't know. Like, can you be nice to the guy you've hired, or you like try to make like when you're nice to an elky guy like that? They get lazy on you. They don't do any work. They just get too comfortable in your house because they're just like, yeah, so anyway, I ever tell you about the time I went down at Daytona? I saw the best race in my life. And you're like, hey, buddy, I thought you were going to here to fix my toilet. You know, you're on your third beer and you're in the middle of story time. Like, what's going on? 
Right. So yeah, he's out. We can't. Yeah. He used to be good, but now he's no. It's too much now. We got drinking's taking a turn. Yeah, it's taking too much of a turn. Uh, but you can use Google for that stuff. You know. I know. Yeah. You just don't like. You like the idea of. Uh, you don't want to hire just like a stranger off Google. You'd rather hire like the guys through. Uh, the store that you yeah, bought the TV. Yeah, because if they mess it up, then you can, I can... Yeah, then you can sue the store or something yeah, weird. Yeah, no, they can give me a refund. They're like, if they put it up wrong and the TV falls or anything like that, and they do it, like, we're right. going to give you a new one. Uh-huh. Like, but if you hire your own guy that happens, well then, Well, then maybe it's worth the dough yeah. to go that route. Maybe that's why well, they no, have that markup. I could, I, here's what I could do. I could pay for the protection plan mm. and then forget your... Even if it falls down, it's covered under the protection plan. Mm. And I cut you out. All right. And I get my own middleman and I save... Instead of saving three hundred, I save two hundred. Well, good. I don't know, it seems like a lot of effort for two hundred bucks, though. You know, like why? No, I don't know. Like because I got to coordinate. You know, uh, I got to call. I got to find out when Bezos is delivering his stuff. Yes, and I got to make sure that Bezos' stuff. Gets Bezos' there. stuff gets to your house in a day. Sometimes. If you're if you're a Prime Bezos guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. Well, I hope that maybe I'll have to join Prime to become, you know, get it to make this all work out. You might. Hashtag Prime. Go right there. Ring it up. Ring it up. Yeah. Yeah. Amazon Prime. So, uh, we have to take a break. Oh, okay. That was fast. More Hoolies Hoolie after these. When your family has suffered a loss, the Sheehy family will be there for you. Robert J. Sheehy and Sons Funeral Homes are third generation family owned and operated. The Sheehy family has dedicated many years of their lives serving families throughout Chicago and the Southwest suburbs. The Robert J. Sheehy and Sons Funeral Home was incorporated in 1913 as a storefront at 76th and Halsted Street in Chicago. At the time, this was one of the few standalone funeral homes of its kind and was to be the first of many to come bearing the Sheehy name. The founder, Roger Sheehy Sr., was soon joined in business by his three sons, Roger Jr., Jack, and Bob. The four provided a personal service that became a foundation for success. This trademark of service is evident 98 years later as Bob and Jim Sheehy, third generation, own and operate two locations in Orland Park and Burbank. As a family-owned and operated funeral home, the Sheehys believe the one thing that separates them from the others is the personal service they can provide. The name on their sign outside the funeral home should mean something. For them, it's very important that everyone be treated as if they were family, friend, or neighbor, as they very well could be. The Sheehy's entire staff consists of individuals who care about each and every family they serve. Every detail is handled in a professional and personal manner. On a daily basis, the directors Bill Kiley, Micah Rico, and John Sullivan, and all of their other staff take great, great pride in their work, serving families as if they were their own. The Sheehy's pride themselves on offering the highest level of professionalism with every family they serve. Robert J. Sheehy and Sons Funeral Homes, here for you since 1913. Flood Brothers Disposal was started over 90 years ago by their grandfather. With more than 20 family members still involved with the day-to-day operations, the floods are service-oriented and believe that the right way is the only way to do something. Flood Brothers is price competitive and still offers the personal touch in an industry-trending corporate. For client-centric service without all the corporate garbage, call Flood Brothers today for a quote on your solid waste recycling and yard waste collection services. Call Bob Flood today at 630-261-0400 or go online at floodbrothersdisposal.com. Chicago Southsiders have always known where to get the best pizza on earth. Fox's Pizza. For over a half century, the Fox family has been creating that delicious thin crust za that your mouth will tell you this can only be Fox's. 
It's a Chicago Beverly neighborhood institution at 99th and Western, as well as in South Suburban Orland Park, where they combine delicious food with an Irish pub ambiance. Fox's is owned by Tom and Frank Fox, whose parents, Frank and Therese, bought the Western Avenue location from Al Capone's sister back in 1964. The Fox family opened the doors to their Orland Park location in 1973 at 143rd and Ravinia Avenue. Chicagoans will recognize the stone turrets of their Irish castle, where great times have been celebrated for generations. Fox's is perfect for the whole family, pickup or delivery, or you can dine in, relax, and have a cocktail with your dinner. Whether it's steak, ribs, chicken, or especially pizza, it's all good. Having a party? Fox's also does catering. Call Foxes in Chicago's Beverly neighborhood at 773-239-3212 or in South Suburban Orland Park at 708-349-2111. Mention this show for a free toothpick. Hey listeners, I know we don't talk about finance much on this show, outside maybe the amazing Bitcoin the musical, which we currently have in development. But I do want to take a moment and tell you about two brothers who make this show possible and why you should consider having an honest conversation with them about the future of your finances. Mike and Dan Madden are the brains behind Madden Funds. They've been lifelong friends to Bill Clay and me, and we entrust the Maddens with our money and the precious donations of our listeners so we don't let outrageous ideas get the best of us. And you should too. Do yourself a favor and reach out to Dan or Mike Madden today to book a consultation on the future of your finances. If you have questions about your financial future or current situation, give them a call. The number is 708-848-3200. Again, that number is 708-848-3200. Or you can visit their website, Madden Funds, at www.maddenfunds.com. Again, www.maddenfunds.com. Welcome back. Last yes. quarter of the program. Hoolies, hoolies. It's been a fun one thus far. We do miss yeah. Clay. Yeah, he'll be back next week. He'll be week. back next week, though. We're excited for that. He can report back and tell us about all the amazing Irish Chicago dignitaries that he's been rubbing elbows with. Cool. Uh, and perhaps some of them would be interested in uh, sponsoring Maybe. the program. You never know. You never know. Uh, like the wonderful people from Riverdance have for their upcoming show here. So, Well, there's a lot of people at, uh, that are sponsors that are probably at this dinner tonight as well. That's true. The floods would be there for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm excited. Are you excited for St. Patrick's Day? You're in the thick of it, especially working for uh, who you work for and um, in the liquor I'm not, business. Um, I, it, it's very anxiety driven to think about it right now. Really? Yeah, it's a lot. Um, just because I mean I don't know. For us, it's always March has always been insane for us and our family. A lot of it has to do with who our father is and what he would well, do. Well, we mentioned events, at the top of the program, the hoolers, the hula hands, the, the hoolies hooly radio hour, right? Like, it'd be like, the it'd be like March is coming up. We got to think of an idea for a show or something. We got to do something. We it's have like, traditionally, oh oh, the Houlihan family has traditionally always put on a show of some kind. Or a book being released. Or a book or, release. Or, you know, anything. There's always something around. Or, well, you know, we have a, our media company, Hibernian Media, yeah, is dedicated absolutely. to the Irish-American diaspora. So, yes, March is always for me. Um a run and gun, yeah, like even it, more so because you when you we have Hibernian Media that you well, are one of on the, the board one, of. one of the most important brands in my portfolio in is, the liquor industry. This is their big time of the year. This is when they they, they flex their muscles. Uh huh. You know? Yeah. Um, and, and we won't say their name because they're not a sponsor. Of the no, program. but um, not yet. We won't. But when when it had like they're missing out on the French Kiss TV. They are. Um, they're missing out. But, huge. 
but there's a lot of expectations leading up to it. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of pressure on from our big brand teams about like delivering. Like we got to hit these numbers. We got to make sure it have. And it's one of the. It's like you will do. We probably do sixty-five percent of our business on this brand the next two months. Yeah, and then the following rest of the year is just kind of you right. Know, but it's I just mean, it's, one of the brands in your portfolio. But that it's the big boy brand. It's one of now. It's not the big boy brand of the portfolio, but it's the big boy brand of whiskey. Okay. Well, no, it isn't because we did, we have lots of. It's just it's our let's just say it's our out of the commercialization of brands it's probably our third brand tall yeah you know uh huh I would think third or fourth so but you're feeling it's very important though so you're feeling pressure there's always pressure yeah and uh, you want to we want to deliver so I I'll breathe easy after March after like I, I this every year is like this though so I kind of I'm getting better at it now preparing myself for it being like just take a deep breath. Just it's it, it, it. There's not much you can't control things sometimes that are out of out of your own personal control. The only thing you can do is continue to promote it, do the best you can, do the best you can to sell it, offer people, and then you know that's it. Um, yeah, I mean, I've been self-employed for the last three years. I have contract gigs, but like, and I've worked in the corporate world, and uh, I've tried to you know weigh the differences between the two. You know, and obviously the anxiety that you're feeling or the pressure you're feeling from corporate America. I didn't. I opted not to do that any longer. I didn't like that. But then the anxiety and pressure you have for working for yourself, for just having to perform and just having to come up with a dollar and figure out a new show or a new, you know, a new thing all the time. Which is more anxiety driven, or at least more? Oh, how do you level them out? How do you yeah. level them out? Uh, I say the latter. Working for yourself way harder, mm-hmm. right? But you could be way more lucrative though. But I don't have the same. Uh, worries or you know new like pressure that you feel right like it's 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 a different I can't right there's not it. somebody manning a ship at a restaurant that really doesn't own it but you're like all well, of a sudden it's, that it's, person hates your brand and you're like why no what if the, I talk to the owner please you know you're like I gotta get through so many loopholes to get this done no, it's the idea of corporate world's like what the, what's the team up to how's the team doing and I'm not saying I'm not a team player but like the pressure of having to rely on somebody on your team who like might suck. Right, like when you work for yourself, you don't you can fire that guy. <laughs> you just you are you are that guy. Like you have that freedom where you don't mm-hmm. you don't feel like all of a sudden oh I could get fired because the guy next to me sucks. Yeah, you know? okay. so, I get it. So yeah, but what about Valentine's Day? What about it? Oh, it's you know. Do you think it's a Hallmark holiday? We've always talked about. Yeah, that. it's a Hallmark holiday. Yeah. It's the hall- Hallmark holiday, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. If you want to call it a brand holiday. Somebody tried to explain something to me that. Um, Actually, the French TV for Valentine's Day is. A, oh yeah. Baby, is that a good idea? Somebody tried to explain you get to me a heart that... a heart shaped TV. How about oh, that? Okay. That you that you turn out with your <laughs> tongue. Walk up to it and go. Um, <laughs> for that, for that. <laughs> Bzz, that big put on ESPN. Uh, the HBO logo comes. Up. <laughs> I gotta be careful. I don't want to lick this microphone. I could no. get hepatitis or something. So what do you think it has a self cleaner in there? I mean, what if your friend's over there? Everyone's got to stick their tongue on this thing. No, Not sanitary. No, it's like the thumbprint on your on your phone. Like you know how it's. Oh, the, it memorizes your tongue. It's it smells. It knows your breath and your tongue. Right. You just go. <laughs> Hi, Billy. <laughs> Want to watch ESPN? Espen? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Well. um... 
Valentine's Day, there's no plans. I, like, I was no, talking to I'm some, single, dude. I know, but I was and talking. I'm, about, I'm, you know what? And I'm getting exasperated with Bumble. You bumbling? Yeah, like what's going? There's probably lots of Valentine's Day plans going on. You know, like what's up? What's going on in the dating apps with you? So I had a match on Bumble recently. Oh, oh. all right. <laughs> I got a match on Bumble. Hashtag Bumble. Ring the bell. Whoa! Wow! And, congratulations. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I'm a paid member. You, know? you pay that? Yeah, which means that I you swiped under- and someone else swiped yeah. and it went ding. You don't understand the old scheme of this. When well, I, when I was you, not, you don't understand how to beat the algorithm. <laughs> I don't pay for Bumble. Whoa, whoa. You, you used to get on it and then you would, and then, you know, you'd be like, oh, I'm not getting, no one likes me here. I'm not matching with anyone. And then you get off of it. Yeah. And you delete it. And then you can you give it like, you know, a couple weeks, you know, a few weeks. Turn it back on. You'll have like, 30 new likes. Oh, man, I would kill for 30 new <laughs> likes. Because I think it throws the people like that are not on it enough. They throw them, like, as soon as you jump back on, they're like, he's going front of the list. I, it's not an issue of where I don't get likes. I, I get, don't know. I, I get, I, I, it's a hypothetical thing. It's oh, it's not about likes? I get likes, but it's all like... Yeah, you're it, like, Ugh. It's like women in like their 50s and 60s, older mm. women than me. You're not that young, dude. We're turning 44 in March. I know. I'm young at heart, and I can't handle it. I'm like, I don't, I'm like that's what I'm getting? Like, that's who's interested in me? <laughs> I better French her on the first date. <laughs> I better. Yeah. No, I got a match, you know? And, yeah. Uh, and uh, she was nice, and uh, and oh, you were attracted to her by her pictures. Yeah, yeah. Make yeah. sure she's not a catfish, though. I know you worry about that, right? Oh, they're out there. Is that a dude? Mm. Yeah, look harder. Um, but uh, we had a nice little banter going, mm-hmm. you know. And then the the jokes got old, and she was like, "See ya." I I yeah no, and then all of a sudden after the banter was going back and forth, and we're getting towards the end, but I'll wrap the story up, but. Um, she, I think things are going well, mm-hmm. you know, and it's weird. It's like, it's, you know, text flirting with a random woman I've never met before. It's like too that. hard. It's, it's, it's odd, but I try to make funny jokes, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, I made a joke about Bumble, right? She didn't think it was funny? No. Oh, really? Like she, I, I made a joke about how like weird Bumble is or like, uh, uh, how some I said I've seen some of the funniest things you've ever seen in your life on this thing, you know, and and then all of a sudden Crickets. I get no, I got a response and it's a voice message. All right. Wow. Yeah, and she's and, and I'm like, what? What's this? You know? Yeah. Play. You yeah. know? And she has a very sultry voice. Oh. She sounded maybe Hispanic a little okay. bit, right? Okay. She's like, I was really enjoying what we were talking about. You know, kind of like Sofia Viraga. Oh, yeah, nice. Did I say that right? Viraga, Viraga? Sofia Viagra? Sofia Viagra, that's it, yeah. (laughs) Vergara, Uh, I think it is. Sure. Vergara, Vergara, yeah. And uh, she sounded like that a bit. And she was like, but I was really kind of turned off when you started being all negative about dating apps and the people that are on them. We were having so much fun talking about old TV shows like Columbo and Matlock and things, right? Like, I made a joke about old TV shows. You were talking about Columbo and Matlock? How old was this woman? It's one of my go-tos. Well, she was of age, let's say that much. Uh, But uh, I like to talk, I like to flirt over, uh, you know. So 40-year-old Latina women are into (laughs) Columbo and Matlock? They would get that joke? She knew it right away. She loved it. She loved it. wow. And, uh, until I met Andy of Bumble. Griffith on Matlock. I'm like, oh, yes, okay, he yeah. was. And Peter Falk. Wow, Columbo. Yeah. Okay. 
We're so, at the end. Anyways, we're but, at the end. I know, but it's you got to start. You can't. Te- oh, that's it. She just like I was having really good. I fun. got dumped. She dumped me <laughs> over a voice message after our fifth text. And she mentioned Columbo and Matlock when she dumped you. You want me to pull it up with the the text? What I said to her about Matlock? Or no, Columbo? forget it. I believe you. Well, we're, I'll save it for the next episode. Sure. We'll have to do it next week. Yeah. Uh, it has been a fun hour. We mm-hmm. did miss Clay. Yeah. Uh, if you've enjoyed the last hour, you can find us on iTunes if you go to Hooli's Hooli Radio, or you go to YouTube and find us at Hooli's Hooli Show. Yes. Or you can go to HibernianRadio.org and find us there. Do you want to thank the sponsors again? That's mm-hmm. uh, Flood Brothers Disposal, mm-hmm. Madden Funds, Fox's Pizza out in Mokina, and Orland and Park. Park, and Guinness Irish Stout. Guinness is good for you. Until next week. Bye.